0: thank you so much that you don't fail, that you do give us a firm foundation to stand on anytime we walk through anything, and that you just give us a peace that makes no sense, Lord. God, I pray that if there's anybody in here that hasn't experienced that, that they will experience that today, and they they will just come to know you, Lord. God, I ask that you be with the rest of this service, and just be with Rick as he brings your word, and just Just be with us as we listen and just prepare our hearts and just work in this place in whatever way that you have in mind, Lord. Thank you so much, God, for this time that we have together. Amen. Good morning.
1: Good morning. Wonderful day to serve the Lord. Some people were teasing this morning that this should have been Baptism Sunday with the snow coming down. (laughs) It's okay. It was cold enough. Uh, Man, I'm thinking about that last song, and and some people from the outside may not understand how Rick and Sarah Hayes can still sing that song and lift their hands uh, because it says he won't fail, fail, fail. He won't. And the reason we can still sing those words, the reason we can still lift our hands in the middle of that is because of the foundation that our life is built on. Because Jesus does bring peace when it doesn't make any sense. And all I'm called to do is wake up each day that he gives me and serve him. That's it. I'm not to understand his ways. I'm not to try to figure those out. I am to serve the Lord with everything I have in my life. That's what keeps me going. Okay? So I can sing that song. I can sing it, and I can believe it, and I can stand on his word and the rock that Jesus is in my life. Amen. Amen. All right, I want to jump in today. Carlin, they sang Firm Foundation this morning. I actually preached this message at Apologetics Night of Worship, and I thought our whole church needs to hear this. So I want to preach it this morning, and maybe bring a couple different things into it, but firm foundation this morning, and like we just sang, and how I told you I can sing this despite the storms that come in life. So we're going to be in Matthew 7. Turn to Matthew 7 in your Bibles. Also love seeing our young people up here as part of our praise team, and and using their gifts for the Lord. It's awesome to train them up in that. <laughs> it's gonna be good, good, good. Firm foundation. Matthew seven, twenty-four through twenty-seven. Okay, are you ready? Here we go. Anyone who listens. To my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the flood waters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on the bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come, and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. This is Jesus speaking here. And it is so, so, so powerful and important that we understand who our life is built on. Now, in this parable that he's telling of the house built on sand and on rock, I Wonder if he's not actually he isn't actually contrasting Christians and non-christians I wonder if he's actually talking about Christians and those that are counterfeit Christians Okay What if he's talking about that, you know if, as far as we can tell as we read this scripture the houses Our homes are exactly the same They could possibly be identical. We don't know. He's just saying these two homes these houses so in life, I could bring a couple of people up here, put the same clothes on them, they go to Orchardville Church, and we may not know the difference between them if a storm came. Okay? We wouldn't know what their life is built on. And we don't know that, it says right here in this parable, until the storm comes. Now I could have two identical people up here, I could pick two people out of the crowd and say they both go to Orchardville Church, but the foundation that your life is built on will be revealed as soon as the storms in your life come. You're going to find out, everybody else is going to find out, was that person's life really built on the rock of Jesus or was it built on the, on the sand and it collapsed and it crumbled and it fell apart. That's another reason that This has not, in this season that we walk through, it has not crushed us. It has not defeated us because we know that our house, our life is built on Jesus. We're able to weather the storm. We're able to get through it. But again, you can't tell those things from the outside of somebody until the storms come into their life. And that's when our foundation is going to be revealed to us and to those around us. And what I find really interesting about this, that Jesus shows us this, is that both homes get hit by the storm. The one that's built on the rock and the one that's built on the sand, they both get hit with storms. And what he's telling us is, as you come to me and believe in me, that does not mean your life is going to be easy. It doesn't mean that your life is going to be perfect and you're just going to be skipping all through the life and enjoying everything and everything's going to be lovely And pretty and wonderful. Both houses got hit with a storm. As believers, we are going to go through storms as well. We're going to have to go through those. It's not if they happen, Jesus is saying. It's when the wind comes, when the floods come. The wise and the foolish builder both go through a storm. And I appreciate Jesus being honest about that. And we should be honest with people that come to the Lord. Listen, this is the best decision you can ever make, but... It's still, you're going to still have to go through things in life, but you want to make sure your foundation is built on Jesus. That way you can get through them. He's reminding us that storms reveal what our lives are actually built on. It's in these seasons of difficulty that we're going to see what our peace is truly tied to. And I talked about this Wednesday night with the story of Gideon. Peace isn't the absence of fear. It's not the absence of storms. It's the presence of God. When you're in the midst of it, in the thick of it, it's the presence of God that brings peace, not the absence of the storm, okay? It's in seasons of difficulty, the hardships, the trials, that we're going to see what our peace in life is truly tied to. If my life is built on money and power and social media status and material things, and and I really put Jesus to the backseat of my life, guess what's going to happen to my house? It's going to crumble. It's going to crush it's going to be washed away but if it is if it's centered on surrender to jesus and walking out each day and the things that he would have for me and building relationship with him and praying and talking with him then my foundation is going to be solid whenever anything comes across in my life and comes against me i'm going to be able to stand the world sometimes celebrates the beauty of the house okay how we make ourselves look and how we put on this front for people but God knows the quality of your foundation. You can make it look great for everybody around you, but God knows the quality of the foundation. He knows. And knowing, there's a lot of people, a lot of believers know the way of Jesus, but that's not the same thing as living it. You can know, you can know the scriptures, you can know it, know it, know it. If you don't apply it and live it, that's a totally different thing. And I sometimes wonder if part of our problem is that we tend to be more focused on, on building these impressive houses and look at my life and look, look at all the blessing and look at all this rather than building the strong foundations of our life on Jesus. Because sometimes life in the house is exciting. You know, it's, it's great. It looks so wonderful. But building a, a house, building your life on the foundation, that takes a little effort. That takes some relationship, it takes prayer, it takes holiness, it takes confession, it takes some rest, it takes some discipline to stay in that path that the Lord has for you. It's where your house is truly guarded against the storms. What's so important to remember is that when my life is built on Jesus, in his ways, that that will not necessarily lead, a, lead me out of hardship or lead me out of storms, but he will take me through them. And that's such a great promise that he's with us. He isn't just uh, protection from the storm, he's protection in it. He's with us in the middle of the storm. And I I think, you know, the big question that we have to ask ourselves is is when those storms come, what is exposed in my heart when hard times come into my life? What comes out like a sponge? What comes out? Does Jesus come out in the middle of the hard times or does something else come out? What's coming out? What's your life built on? There's a scene in the Gospel of John where where Jesus walked on water in the midst of a a storm that his disciples were caught in out on the sea. And if you go to John 6, 18 through 21, we'll read that real quick. There's some great little things to take out of this scripture, and and one thing, a couple things that I, I don't think we paid so much attention to, but they're really powerful in here. John 6, 18 through 21. I'll be in the New King James this time. John 6, 18 through 21. And while you guys are getting there, I just want to tell people in here today, we're talking about building on a firm foundation of Jesus that no matter what you've done in your life, no matter how bad you think you've been, no matter how messed up you've, you know, decisions that you've had in your life, Jesus still loves you and welcomes you into the family of God. Amen. Just want you to know that, okay? It doesn't matter about your past. He redeems those and he, and he gives us a clean slate. You need to know that today, all right? John 6, 18 through 21. Then the sea arose because a great wind was blowing. So when they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and drawing near the boat, and they were afraid. But he said to them, It is I. Do not be afraid. Then they willingly received him into the boat, and immediately the boat was at the land where they were going. So they see Jesus, they see a figure, walking on the water toward them, and they were were terrified, understandably. Okay, not only are they in the midst of the wind and the waves and the storm going on, but they see, they see a man walking on the water. That's not normal. Okay? But what Jesus says to them next is so amazing and so powerful. He says, it is I. In, in and in a, if you think about it in a better way, maybe to understand it, if you go back to Exodus... He says, I am. It was the name that God gave to Moses when he asked God, who should tell Pharaoh had sent him? He says, tell him I am has sent you. And I think what God is saying there, what Jesus is saying to them, is that I am. I always am. There's never been a time when I was not. I don't merely exist. I am existence. I don't merely live. I am life. And he's saying this to them. It's I. It's me. And for Jesus to say that to him, you know, that would have been shocking enough that a figure that he's walking on water, he's saying this to him. But there's something else that happens here that, again, is amazing and is powerful. And in the midst of where they're at in the boat, they're afraid, they're terrified. He says to them, don't be afraid. How many need to hear that when you're in the middle of something? He tells us that, don't be afraid, but he goes a little bit farther. So he's saying, don't be afraid, which is great to hear that. But he's not some distant God that just says, don't be afraid. He's not some distant Jesus. And he's not some distant Holy Spirit that lives outside of us. He lives in us. So along with saying, don't be afraid, Jesus gets in the boat with him. He's not a distant God. He's a God that wants to come close to us. And whatever your circumstance is, whatever your storm is, whatever you're battling, he doesn't just say, don't be afraid, Rick. He gets on in there with me in the middle of it. And that's where he brings me peace. After that, they got the sea calmed and they got where they were supposed to be. But he's not a God that we just read about and we hear him say things into our spirit. He actually gets into the storm, into the boat, and he's with us. And I praise him for that. I thank him for that. He's, he's, God in human flesh. Anytime you read about God, it was always, he was from a distant or take off your sandals. This is holy ground or step back. Uh, all, you read about that, but Jesus God in human flesh. He invites his disciples to cast their fear aside. And then he gets in with them, the presence of God with them. And it's a beautiful reminder for us that even when the storms rage, even when life doesn't make sense, and we feel like everything's falling apart, and we feel like we're overwhelmed with things. That Jesus comes both in authority, and He comes in compassion, and He comes in power, and He is so close to us. He gets in the boat. And instead of just, just telling us, don't fear, that's, that's great. En- I mean, that's good enough a word to get in your spirit when you're going through something, don't fear. But he gives us the courage. He says in his word also that all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And then he climbs into the boat of our circumstances with us and he draws close to us. Jesus Emmanuel is a God who comes close. A God who was with us in our storms. And as a believer, that is so comforting to me. Because as I walk this life for 46 years now, I don't know what kind of storms are coming my way. But now I do know, I mean, I've been through the worst of the worst, I feel like. But I do know that Jesus has never left my side. That I'm never alone. You are never alone when you go through things. You are never alone. He's with us. Whatever storm I'm facing, he's with me. Now, let me go back. Some of you are thirsty right now. I want to show you something. And this is an illustration I saw. Sarah shared it with me. I went back and watched it. And I was like, oh, that would help. Another pastor had shown this. These look identical, right? This is me. This is you. We're, we're in the Christian faith. We're in the walk with the Lord. And we, we're identical. I mean, some of us in here could be twins. Me and you. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> Nobody in here is as good looking as me. So... That was a joke too. <laughs> you guys laughed at that one. <laughs> but anyway, say we've got two believers here, or say they believe. All right? Let's see. I got to be careful here. <laughs> Drew, will you help me? You can use my table as a brace if you need to, okay, or me. All right, we look alike on the outside, okay? Drew, go ahead and step on that. Go, step up on it, I want to, you have to balance on it. <laughs> now, from the outside, those looked identical, Right? Use me if you need to. Thank you, Drew. Give Drew a hand. What's the difference? We look the same on the outside, but when that storm came called Drew, okay, the one that was empty, that did not have the ways of God instilled in them, they were not keeping relationship with the Lord, they were not building their faith crushed, they were empty. When the storm came, they weren't walking with the Lord when the storm came and it was revealed because their life fell apart and was crushed just like the soda can. The difference is this one's full. This one is full of the Holy Spirit. This one is full of God. This one is full of his ways. This one has studied his ways, has been in relationship with the Lord, has talked to the Lord for the moments that come right here. This one has been sealed by the Holy Spirit because he's been in communion with the Holy Spirit. So when the storm came, this one didn't buckle under the pressure of life. This one was able to stand and not collapse because of who Jesus was in their life. And I loved. when I saw that illustration, I'm like, I gotta use that. Because it's so true that the pressures and the weight of things does not have to make us collapse if our faith, our life is built on Jesus and that firm foundation. A.W. Tozer had this quote. He said, what comes into our minds when we think about God is one of the most important things about us. What comes into our minds when we think about God is one of the most important things about us. And I I ask this question, do you only have knowledge of God because of the books you read or do you really know him in a personal way? Do you know Jesus in a personal way? Do you actually believe that he became flesh through his son, that Jesus came and walked closely with his disciples and he still walks closely with us today as we grow our relationship with him? He wants to be close to us. He wants to fill, up, fill us up with the things of God. He wants to get in your boat this morning and bring you peace, whatever you're facing. And he is not a distant God. He's just not somebody that's up there that's saying, don't do this and you can do this. He, he is close to us. He's God with us. And as we call on his name, he comes into our life. He comes into our boat in the middle of our struggle. He's with you in the good times, but we forget that he's with us in the bad times too. That he's just as evident, he's just as close in the storms of life. For Praise Team would come back up. We have got to build our foundation on Jesus, it's got to be built on him. I've seen too many believers, hey, I was this person right here. This was me sometimes. Okay? When, when Jackson was smaller, when Brylin was a baby, when we were facing things with them, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say this is me. And this has been a lot of you in here today, too. A lot of people watching online, this might be you. Like the pressures of life got so bad, I was crushed. And I realized that I really wasn't walking with the Lord like I needed to be. That he was not my firm foundation. And I found that out because a storm came and I collapsed. That was me. But as I've learned to walk with him, as I've learned to start my day with him, to finish my day with him and do my best, do I mess up? I'm not perfect. I'll tell you that. I'll be the first to admit that I make mistakes, but my life is centered. It's built on the foundation of Jesus. I don't just say it. I don't just get up here on Sundays and and try to preach. it's, It's my life. We need to live it. There needs to be fruit outside of here. I've told you guys that you can look all holy and, and do your thing inside of here. But if there's no fruit being, uh, bearing any fruit outside of here, you're just getting emotional in here. It's something we walk out every single day. And as we do that, we get in closer relationship with Jesus. And when those things come, I'm not crushed under the pressure. Because he's my foundation. And I keep going. Now you might be in here this morning. You might be struggling with something. Go ahead and stand this morning. We're going to set the atmosphere for the Lord to do something in your life. You might be here this morning. You're already crushed. I mean, you're, you walked in here crushed, hurting, defeated, struggling. You're just wiped out right now. God wants to let you know that he still loves you, that he's still close to you. All you need to do is turn to him. Let him fill you up with his Holy Spirit. Let him fill you up with the things of God. Let him seal you this morning so the next time something comes, you won't be crushed, but you'll be able to stand on the firm foundation of Jesus. You might be here this morning and you're like that. You're crushed, okay? You might be here this morning and the church hurt you. I want to first tell you that that's not God, okay? Man messes up. Man makes mistakes. Man does stupid things sometimes, but that's not God's heart. And if if somebody hurts you in the church, I'm sorry that they misrepresented God. Okay? I am sorry. But that's not the Father's love. And if your faith is built on people, people will let you down. But that is no reason to quit. Because God's still God and he's still a firm foundation. So look past I mean, I know that hurts, especially the ones that are supposed to love the Lord. They're supposed to encourage you. That happens sometimes. But look to the Father for your affirmation of who you are in Him. Okay? You may be here this morning and you don't know the Lord. You don't know who I'm talking about up here. And that's fine too. I'm glad you're here. You're here for a reason today. You have an opportunity to come to know Jesus as your Savior and your best friend. You have the opportunity to experience the greatest love that man has ever known. And that God sent Jesus to die on the cross for our sins, for your sins. No matter how bad you think you are, you are forgiven in Jesus' name. And if you'll believe on him today, you may have walked in here like this, but you can walk out of here like this. If you'll believe and put your trust in Jesus this morning. So I'm gonna pray, if you need healing, you need salvation, you need to be saved, you need to believe on Jesus, you need to let him be Lord of your life, I'm gonna pray that you respond this morning. I don't wanna, I don't want you to walk out here not building your life on the foundation of Jesus and be crushed when things come your way. I want you to be sealed by the Holy Spirit. I want you to be filled with the things of God and I want you to be able to withstand the storms because Jesus is close to you in the middle of them. All right, let's pray. Father, we just praise you. We thank you right now for who you are. God, I thank you for salvation in Jesus. And Lord, I thank you that you're just not a distant God from from up in the heavenlies, Father, just looking down on us or, or speaking things into us. You are with us. Just like Jesus got in the boat with those disciples, into the boat, you come with us. Into the storm, you come with us, Father, and you speak peace. Your presence brings peace. So tonight, Father, today, Father, any heart in here right now that is struggling, that has been crushed, or right now they're in the middle of a storm, God, we want them to come. And we want you, Father, to bring them in, bring them close, Father, and love them as we encourage them in you, Father. Let them communicate to you, Father, and let them know that you don't just see them, you're in the boat with them. And Lord, if there's people here that don't know you as a Savior, Lord, there may be people in here that have went to the church their whole life and have never completely surrendered their life to you. Being a disciple of Jesus means we follow him, we follow Jesus, we follow his ways, and we do that every single day. And Lord, if there's those that aren't doing that, they've not surrendered, Lord, let this be the day of salvation for them, that they realize, they wake up and realize, this whole thing, this whole time in my life, I have not made Jesus the foundation. And I want to do that today. Lord, I just pray that your Holy Spirit pulls them this morning, brings them up and they get what they need from you, Father, to withstand the storms. We build our lives on the firm foundation of Jesus. We praise you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. good father he loves us he's with us don't forget in the middle of a storm that he's in the boat with you as a believer and make sure your life is built on that foundation of Jesus because when those storms come and they will he told us they will when they come not only for yourself but the people around you they're going to see that you believe what you say you believe and you walk it out. That's the great, one of the great testimonies for us to, to non-believers is to get up and still walk knowing that Jesus is with us in the middle of whatever we're facing. That shows hope. That shows love. That shows that God's bigger than anything we face. And that speaks to people. Share your testimony with them. Let them know what God's done in the middle of stuff. And stand on that firm foundation of Jesus. Stand on it. Build it. Build it, build it, build it. Because whatever you're building with him will sustain the storms. Do it every day. Bear fruit. Ah, God's good. He is is good. And I'm so thankful for him and and the peace he brings in the middle of things. And what he's done in my life and Sarah's life and our family. Uh, He's just good. And he's with us. And he has a plan for all of us. We are just, again, to wake up every day, be thankful for another day, and to serve him however we can, whatever that looks like.